from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Monday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk, your Sports Central for gamblers. My name's Ted Sabransky. They call me Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. Joined as always by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. I want to welcome Zumo viewers, Stir viewers, Pluto TV viewers. I want to welcome iHeartRadio Network listeners, all of our podcast outlets. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with Ralph and I. We got an hour to kill. Let's do it right now. We'll start. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. Take a good recap of what just happened. And we got to have NFL as our focus for today. And let's start with this, Ralph. You said on Friday you're making a four-team parlay on the four NFL playoff games. You're like, I like under, 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 under. And I'm watching all weekend, and there it is. Hanging in there. Two overtime games. Still stay under. Going to the finale, and then Wentz gets hurt early. It was easy pickings for the finale. Good for you, Ralph. Little four-teamer. Under, 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 and under. All four playoff games cash the same way when it comes to the totals. Teddy and I had mentioned it on several podcasts and radio shows I'm on, and really it was just a uh, – I wanted people to realize they can have a lot of fun action and not have to go crazy on Wild Card Weekend if you really didn't like anything. I didn't like any sides. I leaned all four unders. It was a fun way to have action available all week, only risk one unit, had a substantial payout, and obviously – uh, from the feedback I got back on Twitter and the screenshots of all the people that played the four-team teasers, I'm glad you guys did. The other thing to remember, when Teddy and I talk about fun bets here, those are things we still actually bet. If we talk about a legitimate bet, those are bets we give to our customers and we bet significantly ourselves. We don't just throw around random two or three or four-team uh team parlays here just to try to get some big hits. These are things we actually do ourselves and just want to share with you how to, again, have a lot of action available with only risking one unit. Yeah, and again, when we talk about a fun bet, okay, that doesn't, we're not betting a full unit. Most times we're not betting even a half unit uh, on those type of pagers, but quarter units, absolutely. We talk about parlays, you're betting a tenth of a unit on a parlay, no problem. Those fun bets can and will add up, and of course they will give you action in games where you have opinions that might not be as strong. Let's go through the four games one at a time. We'll start with Texans and under. And I got to say this, that was a bizarro world finish to regulation in that fall game. You know, I had Texans minus two and a half ticket in my pocket. So here's my reaction. Four words to that game. Dead. Live. Winner. Don't. And then ends up catching an OT anyway. But, I mean, from an emotional standpoint, you were dead. I was dead in that game. Texas had no chance. They're down to, what, 16 nothing. They're not coming back to cover. And lo and behold, they come back and hit not just one, but two two-point conversions. And then sack Josh Allen and get the ball back. And all's great for Houston. But then, oops, they couldn't get the first down. They went for it on fourth down. Couldn't get it. Left the Bills a chance. The Bills found a way. Kicked the field goal. And the Texans got there in OT. Bizarro finish. Fun game. Texans and under. Get the money. 
who in the world goes for it on fourth and twenty-seven with your timeouts left? I I just don't I just don't get I mean that to me was the play of the game. I mean, you punt the ball, you've held them. Yeah, they scored a couple, but to go on it on fourth and twenty-seven and then get sacked even more, um to me that that was just uh, that that to me was the play of the game and I don't understand it and no one has given me an answer to why that makes any sense at all. <laughs> uh Sean McDermott will have his share, you know, and in theory he should have already explained it. I don't know why he went for it there. You don't know why he went for it there. Anyone that watches football doesn't know why he went for it there. But even with the the going for it, they still were able to kick the game tying field goal at the end of regulation. So uh, you know, a lot of times a coach's strategy will make us nuts. And then when all said and done, it ended up working out just fine. In this case for McDermott, it ended up working out. Yeah, I mean, it did. I mean, so, so if you do something wrong and it works out right, that doesn't mean you should do it again. But, you know, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see if next time he has fourth and 27, if he says, well, it worked in the playoff game, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, exactly. And of course, there's a lot of gamblers fallacy. We talk about what gamblers think and how the mentality works of, oh, well, it worked one time. Let's try it again. <laughs> Not necessarily for McDermott. Saturday night, Titans and under. And there's one question to ask at the end of this game. Is the Patriots dynasty over? I talked about it. I'm like, New England, this team's not going to the Super Bowl this year. And they weren't. And they weren't very good. And they weren't very good in their playoff game. Is this the end? Or do they come back next year fighting again? And Tennessee have any life moving forward? Impressive or just New England bad? Well, Teddy, I don't know this. Did any of our three guys that we have on Monday, Thursday, or Friday... I don't know if any of those sports book released futures for next year, but that's going to be the telling sign for me because we know the Patriots used to be dominant when you to win the division. How close is it going to be with the Bills now? I got to think, I still think you probably make the Patriots favor, but I think the Bills are going to be a very close second to win that division, and the Jets probably aren't going to be very far behind either. Well, I mean, there's a lot to determine this offseason for New England. My most beginning with was Tom Brady coming back or not. But if Brady is back, the Patriots will be favored to win that division just the way they've been and just the way they won it this year, even though New England wasn't very good. Impressive showing for Derrick Henry in a game where Ryan Tannehill wasn't all that good. Vikings and under in early start action on Sunday. And the Saints somehow, some way, it's the playoffs. The Saints are going to find a way to get screwed again, and they did. This time, not getting the ball in overtime and potentially blowing the chance to win at the end of regulation with some very questionable clock management from Sean Payton. Uh, credit to Minnesota's defense. Listen, New Orleans was healthy. They had 324 yards at home. They were 4 of 11 from third down. Minnesota was 10 of 18 from third down. And I think the average third down was over seven yards per game. So all the credit goes to Kirk Cousins. He showed up. The monkey is off his back. And again, New Orleans disappointing again in the postseason. We'll talk Seahawks and under when we come back. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You can find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. You can find us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Again, on YouTube, Sports Grid Network. On Instagram, check out Sports Grid TV. We appreciate all the likes and all the follows. Thank you. We were going through all four NFL playoff games. We got through three of them in the first segment. Let's talk about what happened in the finale. Seahawks and under, and if there's one takeaway from this game for me, Josh McCown ain't Carson Wentz, and that was the truth of it. Wentz went down early on a a non-flagged hit by Jadavian Clowney. Clowney took a lot of abuse for the hit. If you watch it in slow-mo, it looks bad. If you watched it in real time, it looked to me like he was trying to duck his head not to hit him, and then Wentz went down, so he ended up hitting him helmet to helmet. But the bottom line is, McCown, he moved the football a little bit, not in the red zone. Philly couldn't score a touchdown. Seattle 17, Philadelphia 9, Seahawks and under to cash on late action on Sunday. Seattle did what Seattle did. And as we heard on, on the snippets from the show before, the exact same score as, as what happened earlier this season. I, yeah, listen, I have no problems. I agree with you, Teddy. You know, uh, 
Carson Wentz did not give himself up. You know, had he slid and given himself up, it would have been a foul. He didn't give himself up, and he went down, and the helmets went down. So, to me, it's play on. I hate to see a playoff game decided with a with a quarterback being injured in the first quarter, but we know it's part of the game. It's unfortunate for the Eagles, and uh, Seattle moves on. I, you know, if anything, I think that. Uh, Clowney has has proven that he was worth every penny he signed as as a free agent. And um, we thought the Legion of of Doom was dead with all the losses the Seattle Seahawks defense took. But uh, they're a unit playing very solid football right now. Well, they were able to do it yesterday against a team with no offensive line, no receivers, no running backs and no quarterback. A little bit of a tougher test this weekend in Green Bay. And speaking of Green Bay, we get to make fun of Mike McCarthy now. McCarthy hired by the Dallas Cowboys. And look, Jason Garrett seems like a nice guy. He was never a brilliant football mind in all the years in Dallas. Mike McCarthy seems like a nice guy. Green Bay underachieved despite winning a Super Bowl and getting to two during his tenure there. Dallas goes for the tired retread. You had to expect Jerry Jones to make the wrong call. Well, come on, let's make fun of McCarthy just a little bit. Well, my take is this. The only reason you go to the Dallas Cowboys is because you know you're not getting a job where you're going to have control of a franchise. And when you are not, when you are in Jerry World, you are a puppet. There's no question. We always pick on the coaches. We always know it's the case. We know Jerry has his, his fingers on all aspects of that program. So, McCarthy said, might as well. I might as well be a puppet, might as well get paid very well. And there's a chance I can succeed. Personnel-wise, you have as you have top 10 personnel in the league, perhaps even top five personnel. So um, you know, if you need the job, might as well take it. I would take it. You know, give me a couple million a year, I'll go coach the Cowboys. <laughs> me and you both, brother. Uh so let's start. And switch over to line movers now, uh, which we do obviously here every single day. Talk about where the money's going and why it's going. But before we get into line movers fully, Ralph, I want you to give me some divisional round TNA. No, not that TNA. Trends and angles. What do we have for this round of the postseason that betters need to be aware of when you go through that loaded database of yours? Well, Teddy, I just want to go through the simple. And and the basic numbers, you know, in the first in the first round, the wild card round, we saw in the last ten years over thirty three percent of the games, over sixty seven percent of the games go under the total, and all four went under this week. When we look at this round now, going back to two thousand fourteen. It's an over round. It's gone 60% to the over. Looking back at the last five years, the last 20 games, they've gone 12 and eight. And we're going to hear a lot. Well, this team is rested and this team has to travel back to back games. Let me forewarn you and say this home teams that are rested in this round against opponents that played have gone 16 and four straight up, but they've gone 10 nine and one against the spread one game over 500 in that 20 game sample size. Yeah. And if you look at a 30 year sample size, you're going to see a lot of success for the home favorites in this round. When you look at the shorter term, the modern era, you won't see that same level of success as Ralph just showed you. Excellent. 
proprietary information from that Ralph Michaels database. Let's do some quick hitters. And really, let's go quick here on the four uh, NFL playoff games for this coming weekend. We'll talk about the openers and where the early money has gone. San Fran minus six and a half, total 44 and a half. The Vikings first bets coming for Minnesota, but we have seen a little bit of buyback on the 49ers in early betting action today. Uh, I lean home team in this. I, you know, uh, I think San Francisco uh, is as talented as any roster. And uh, I think Minnesota is going to have some issues. Yeah. And of course the Vikings uh, coming off an overtime win on the road, not having to play again uh, on the road. Not an easy task. I know they got to do it on a short week as well. Uh, although Kirk Cousins has more playoff wins than Jimmy Garoppolo does. The Ravens, 9-47 and 47 against the Titans. Early money for Tennessee, early money for the under in a game that features two teams, Ralph, that want to go on these 14-play, 82-yard drives and take eight minutes off the clock every time they have the football. From a matchup standpoint, I don't know that either of these defenses is going to get stops. From a pace standpoint, I worry about this being a game with only eight or nine drives, and that means the offenses have to be very efficient to get it up and over the total. Completely agree with you, Teddy. I mean, I thought the line opened up a little higher than I want, so uh, the, the move down, I, I think the early number was 48. Now there's 47s, even, even one or two 46 and a halfs. Uh, the, the over's a little higher than I thought it would be, you know, and I, I made the number eight and a half, you know, my power rating. So uh, obviously I understand why there's Baltimore love. They've been such a good uh, covering team. No surprise. It's a little higher than I had. Sure. And of course, the question is, did Tennessee just win their Super Bowl uh, by knocking off the New England Patriots? Chiefs minus nine and a half total of 50 against the Houston Texans. Texans rallied from the dead to get the win, but they don't have a real good playoff history against Kansas City. Nine and a half, 50, Chiefs, Texans. Yeah, this opened up, what, even seven and a half in some places. So we saw, you know, every, every bit of every penny was on KC before the market caught up. Uh, I still, this, this totals moved two points. I still lean with the over in this. I think this was going to be the highest scoring game of the four. Yeah, my gut reaction off the openers were AFC overs, NFC favorites, and that includes this next one, the Green Bay Packers, minus four, 46 and a half against the Seahawks. And I understand that it's a late game on Sunday for Seattle, but when you think about what they've been through over the course of the last month, you know, the game to Arizona that they lose at home, and then the game against the 49ers, hard-fought, physical, divisional matchup down to the last play, and then last week, and then traveling again this week, you wonder if the Seahawks run out of steam at some point and if Green Bay is the team to do it. Because the Packers, of all the four number one seeds or one and two seeds, the teams that got the buys, you see the disrespect for Green Bay in the betting markets here pretty darn clearly, Ralph. You really do. Yeah, well, you know, the difference, though, is, Teddy, Green Bay gets the full seven days. I mean, the Vikings play the early game off and overtime, you know, with one less day to prep. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it has not been a great, well, it certainly wasn't a great round for the big name veteran quarterbacks who are mainstream guys. Drew Brees, bye bye. Tom Brady, bye bye. Aaron Rodgers, the last 
huge crossover star name still alive in the NFL postseason. And sorry, Rodgers is a bigger mainstream star than Russell Wilson, even though, frankly, Russell Wilson's every bit the quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is right now. When we come back, we'll talk future book for the NFL, and then we'll break down a whole bunch of games and hoops for tonight. Stay tuned. Wait, you're talking. Hey, I know. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where viewers of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligible restrictions apply. See website for details. It is big game breakdown time, Ralph. And hey, we're still in the midst of bowl season. Okay, there's only two more bowls left. No, and we're one not. of them's a national game, but we're still in the midst of bowl season. There's one more tonight. 
on national TV. That's the Alabama Bowl, and these two teams are going to get bigger audiences they've had for any game they've had all year. The Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns, minus 14, total of 55 against the Miami, Ohio Redhawks. And look, this is a hard game. I have no action on this game. I'm a believer in the Raging Cajuns. Okay, by small conference standards, this defense was elite. And you make money betting the elite teams, uh, elite defense in the smaller conferences. Their offense is rock solid, too. They're able to run the football. They're able to throw the football. They're able to control the clock. There's a lot of things to like about Louisiana Lafayette. I'd give them a speed edge in this game that is legit as well. I can understand why they're laying 14. But, Ralph, Miami O played three step-up games in September. They went on the road. They played Ohio State. They played Iowa. They played Cincinnati. They got crushed in all three of those games. And ever since then, their statistics have been skewed. The markets have undervalued them, and they've been money makers for their backers. They're not here by accident. This is a tough, feisty team with some ugly-looking stats that are ugly in part because of losses that really don't factor into a game like this, losses they suffered against Power 5 foes in September. You have a take, Lafayette against Miami O. It's a hard game for me, not one I'm getting involved with. Let me, let me just preface it by saying I have no interest in this game. I will be watching basketball instead of this bowl game. For me, bowl games are over. This is a silly bowl to be a month. You've gone a month since your last game. You're playing in Alabama on Monday night. No one will be there. You've gone through Christmas holiday. You've gone through New Year's holiday. I don't know what to expect from either team. You look at Miami, and I will say this. Yes, their their stats are very slanted with those three losses. Even though they won the MAC. In conference play, they were outgained by 15 yards per game against a very bad MAC conference. And more shockingly, in MAC conference only play, taking away those three big foes, they averaged 16.1 first downs per game. So, uh, you know, no opinion on the side. I understand your 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 uh, your ULL side, uh, but. To me, if I had to make any bet, I would just say overthinking that the offenses, uh, the defenses are going to be disinterested and the offenses may have some fun because it's basically the next season, but no opinion on a side or a total as far as betting anything here. Yeah, and, and betting Lafayette games over 55 this year hasn't done you a whole lot of good. Again, from a small conference standpoint, their defense has legitimately been elite. Let's talk some college hoops tonight. This one on the Deuce ESPN2. West Virginia, they're short road chalk at Oklahoma State. Let's call it minus one, total of 138, the Mountaineers against the Cowboys. Oh, color me, color me uh, orange here, Teddy. Uh, I, look at, I look at West Virginia, and they impressed me a couple weeks ago when they beat Ohio State and Cleveland, and they impressed me Saturday when they went into Kansas and only lost by seven in that Kansas game. They had a 10-point lead late in the first half uh, and then ended up losing by seven. West Virginia is at a disadvantage when they travel to the to the uh, conference opponents. They're taking longer trips. They're going to Texas. They're going to the Midwest. So a lot of times their trips are two-day trips. 
three days with one day in between. When a Big 12 team has only one day in between, like West Virginia does, going back the last seven years, they've only gone 11 and 22 against the spread, 33%. So it's not a good scheduling spot for them. And then when I look at Oklahoma State, you have them coming off a loss to Texas Tech. But it's also a game where Isaac uh, Likely, their point guard, just came back. He started all last year. He started the first seven games this year. He missed five or six games, played limited minutes two games ago, played limited minutes on the road last game. They're going to release him full-blown, ready to go this time. I like Oklahoma State. The home dog worthy of a wager, or at least some interest, according to Ralph Michaels. And this one, Ralph, is the one that you picked out. Appalachian State, minus 7.5 or minus 8 against Louisiana Lafayette. Wait, the Raging Cages, we talked about them in football. Now we're talking about them in hoops, but in hoops, they're a big dog as opposed to in football. They're a two-touchdown favorite. What's your take? Mountaineers against the Raging Cajuns in college hoops action tonight. A lot of times when you're playing basketball and you're going against your bowl game, you ask the team to change the game and schedule it at a different time. I guess it doesn't matter if you're ULL. Uh, I, you know, this, I had a system for this game, Teddy, and I wanted to share the system. So that's why I brought this up. And, you know, I love running by systems by you. You're not a systems guy. I know that. But when they make sense, you say, aha, uh-huh, I like that one. So here's the situation. We have conference opponents. Two games ago, you lost as a favorite. Last game, you lost as a favorite. So to me, you have legitimate double revenge, and now you're an away dog. In that spot, 66 and 44, over 60% against the spread. So not a wild percentage, but a solid 66 percentage showing that if you lost back-to-back games to this opponent as a favorite, and now you're an away dog, you've covered that role. Agree that it makes sense or not, Teddy? Yeah, that that absolutely passes the smell test. Definitely does. Because it's talking about two programs that have changed in terms of their uh, their respective upside or abilities, according to the markets, that may not actually be as changed as much as they think they are. Uh, so, yeah, that does pass the smell test for me, uh, Ralph. Absolutely. Andy, and the smell I, test I think, says? You know, yeah, well, again, it says it says to take ULL plus the points. They're going to App State. App State off to a nice six and six and eight, nine and six start. Uh, and ULL's got a six and nine start. The trouble ULL is getting eight points tonight. The reason that they're getting such a high line is that early in the year, uh, they played some very weak teams. They played a very weak schedule. But this is still a team that has has a freshman and a sophomore in it. And they're the type of team I'll keep my eye on that I think they'll get better. NBA, Let's focus to the NBA. Yep. Yep. You know, let's, let's go ahead and look at the Philadelphia 76ers. I know they're laying seven, a total of 213, playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. Your take on that game. Yeah, and the Sixers have now been bet up to seven and a half in that game. Lots of money showing for Philly. In theory, it's supposed to be a get-right spot for the Sixers. They've lost. Four in a row. It's their worst losing streak of the season. They've put emphasis on this ball game. They, you know, we're snapping it right here, right now. Uh, they're 16 and two at home, and the market's certainly agreeing with the fact that this is a Philly spot, especially against an OKC team 
Are they fat and happy? Maybe. They've won five in a row. They've won eight of their last nine. They've played good basketball of late. So from a spot standpoint, and the money showing on Philadelphia is telling us the markets think that this is a spot for the Sixers to bounce back strong off a series of subpar showings. I've got my concerns about Philadelphia right now, Ralph. I really do. The quotes coming out of that locker room aren't the quotes of a team that is meshing together. The quotes are, we got to figure out our team chemistry. We got to figure out our defense. We got to figure out our roles. Those are concerning quotes from a team in the midst of a losing streak laying seven and a half tonight against a red-hot opponent. Um, I'm a believer in riding hot teams and fading cold ones in the NBA, which tells me I'm not laying with Philadelphia tonight. Uh, Maybe they come out and play a great game and dominate, but the Sixers got to show me right now. That's a team that's gone through a really rough stretch, and I'm not convinced they're out the other side yet. Eddie, you just said you love playing the hot team against the cold team in the NBA. What happens when the teams are a combined 11-2 and straight up and the teams are a combined 13-0 and against the spread their last 13 games? That's exactly what the Jazz and the Pelicans are. Utah laying four, 222. Then I'm interested in the underdog. <laughs> I want points. Uh, these are two teams that are red hot. Certainly Utah's red hot. They've won, uh, what, five straight uh, eight of their last nine. They're playing their best basketball this season. And I don't have anything bad to say about Utah. But from a market standpoint, number one, the Jazz have taken all the money in this game. It was two, and then it was three, and now it's four. From a market standpoint, I do think there's value on the New Orleans side. And the Pelicans, for I mean, this is a team that had a 13-game losing streak. They opened the season one and seven. They're only three games out of a playoff spot in the West right now. They've won six their last eight. They're feeling good about it. Zion's back at practice. Every quote out of that locker room was a positive one. I wouldn't be surprised. New Orleans gave Utah trouble in the first meeting. They hung 120 on the Jazz in the first meeting. They get the buck 20 tonight or close. They're going to win this game and cover this point spread. I like the home dog in two in a matchup of two uh, hot streaking teams. Last one, Teddy, the Orlando Magic laying five, 211. Nets, 0-5 straight up, 0-5 in ATS their last five games. Take us home. Yeah, I want no part of Brooklyn right now. A team that's trending in the wrong direction. Levert's not going to be playing tonight. And Orlando not happy off a no-show on the second of back-to-backs after blowing out Miami tonight. No surprise here if the Magic take care of business. When we come back, special guest Arthur Caesar from Caesars Entertainment joins us. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? 
Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's deep dive time here on a Monday. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels bringing in a special guest. You know him. You love him. He joins us each and every Monday here on Wager Talk. The name is Arthur DeCesar. At ArtDice21 on Twitter. From the Link Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. One of the Caesars Entertainment Properties. Arthur, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you today? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Pleasure to be here. Happy New Year's, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Happy New Year as well. And we got to start with uh, the question, how was your weekend? And as I wrote in How Was Your Weekend, Ralph's notes were, ha, 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 are you still counting the money with the Saints losing outright? But <laughs> let's recap the games from a house standpoint. And we'll start, let's start first with the, the first game. That was Texans and under with the, against the Bills. Good? Bad? Side? Total? How'd you guys make out on that one? Yeah, Teddy, on that one, that was a win for us. Um, It was a slight win. It wasn't anything catastrophic, but we definitely won on the game. So it was definitely a really good way to start off Saturday and a good way to start off the playoffs for us. Arthur, this wasn't a question we were going to ask you. And before we get to the Titans and the under, I'm always interested in handle and volume. Do the four playoff games come close to a good weekend NFL when all 16 teams are playing as far as handle, or is it down with only the four games despite being the playoffs? You know what, Ralph? That's a great question. I mean, to me, I look at it, and I look at just the volume of the games. I mean, we had lines all weekend, and it's funny. Like, the last couple weeks of the NFL season, you don't see as many lines because you start getting into holiday season and whatnot. So I think people get very revved up to start betting NFL playoffs. And, then, you know, you have these standalone games, two games a day. So to me, the handle is right there or even better. Okay, well, let's let's see what this nightcap was on Saturday. You know, the question was, has New England finally fallen? And we said, well, let's wait to see if they lose a playoff game at home. Well, they did lose a playoff game. What was the house standpoint for the Titans and the under? Yeah, I mean, Titans and under was an incredible result for us, Ralph. I mean, listen, when you have any under in any football game normally, it's going to be great because, you know, we've talked about it on this (laughs) show all year. The public loves the overs. They always take the overs. 
No different here. No difference here. And people, you know, they bet New England blindly. So Titans and under incredible result for us. So here's another question I didn't send you, but I'm going to ask you, and it's a yes or no. Patriots dynasty over. Yes or no? Uh, yes. <laughs> See, I couldn't get there. I couldn't get there with it. I was like, uh, I had the same reaction. Uh, uh, no, not yet. They still won the division. They still made the playoffs. Uh, so I wasn't willing to throw them under the bus just yet. Let's talk about the early game yesterday. And boy, you want to talk about a wild game, you know? <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of wild games this weekend, but this overtime affair might've been the wildest of the bunch. Minnesota blows a double digit fourth quarter lead again, but they get the coin flip in overtime and that's all it took. Well, that and a perfect strike from Kirk Cousins down to the one yard line Vikings and under saints, Drew Brees and company going home. Yeah, I mean, Teddy, this was, once again, a big favorite didn't win or cover, and it went under. Saints, uh, Vikings, actually, you know, covering and it going under was our best result of the weekend. Incredible. And you, you said it perfectly. Kirk Cousins did just enough. He did enough just to win. He made the big throw at the end. So we were really, really happy to see that result. Great result. Art, I'm going to throw you under the bus one more time. My apologies. Uh, before I get to the final game, you know, I'm sitting at home and I'm thinking like a sports book director, what would I do? And so I'm going to ask you, you know, we know that when live betting, there are algorithms with how much time, who's winning, where the ball is that the line set when Carson Wentz goes out and you know, he's going to be out the rest of the game. Do, does, does a live person at Caesars take that algorithm out of play and adjust the line manually with a quarterback being out? Or does it just play out and let the money handle where the line goes, if you know the answer? Honestly, Ralph, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that, but, you know, it's funny. We were sitting there, and obviously Wentz goes out so early, and we're thinking, you know, I mean, this game has totally changed. It's totally flipped. And, you know, that's so hard. But, you know, Wentz is one of those guys. He always gets hurt. It's almost like that should be incorporated in any algorithm because Wentz always gets hurt. But <laughs> to give you, a, you know, to give you a straight answer on that, I don't have the, the straight answer on that. Well, I know you do have a straight answer on how the house ended up on the Seahawks and the under. Tell us about that. Yes, I do. Absolutely. That was obviously our loss of the day. People were on Seattle. But you know what? It's funny. People were still betting the over because, you know, like the public, hey, over, over. All three games have gone under. This one's got to go over. But, you know, because Seattle did what they had to do, uh, Seattle was our worst result of the four. But it wasn't anything crazy. It didn't offset any of the other games. So the public was on that. You know, public, Sharps, everyone was on that game. So that was our only loss of the day or of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you did really well with side and total in each of the first three games. And the total was okay in the last one. So to lose one side out of the four, not going to be a nightmare for any bookmaker. Absolutely not. All right. That's all rearview mirror now. All right. People want to know, I'm sure they want to know about each of the next six games we're going to talk about. So let's say where the action is coming right now at the Link Sportsbook, one of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas. And let's start with the Alabama Bowl tonight. No, there's no Monday night football game, but there is a Monday night football game. It's just a college game. 
the raging Cajuns from Louisiana against the Miami Redhawks. What kind of action are you seeing, if any, on this one uh, over at the link? Yeah, Teddy, this is one of those. It's been sandwiched in between, you know, playoff football. People are looking ahead to divisional, national championship. There's a there's slight action on this game. It's a little bit of money on uh, Miami of Ohio right now getting the 14, and we have it at minus 14 and 56 total currently. So a little bit money, a little bit of money on Miami of Ohio, but this is a very low handle game. San Francisco gets to host a team that played on Sunday for the early game Saturday. Uh, I, I tell us about how the 49ers and Vikings opened up. Yeah, well, if we had uh, Niners minus seven, total 45 and a half. As it currently sits, it's Niners minus six and a half, totals 44 and a half. You know, early on, we got some Viking money, but then people, once it got to six and a half, went, you know, went back and took the Niners. So it's been a little bit of split action. I would say there's a, right now, if you had to say if there's money on one side over the other, it's slightly on Minnesota because people bought seven, but, you know, nothing crazy so far. And then this is my question for you. Does this line close six and a half or does it close seven? Or are we really not sure? It's going to be one of those six and three quarters and you're laying six and a half with juice on the one side and you're plus seven with uh, juice on the other side. Where do you think this one closed? Because I was really debating this. And usually I'm pretty good at assessing where a number is going to move. And at first I'm like, it has to be Minnesota money. I'm like, not on the short week. It can't be Minnesota money. And the first move went towards the Vikings, and now they've seen some buyback on San Fran. Do you think this one closes six and a half or seven? It's a great question, Teddy. Honestly, I I could see it staying at six and a half. Um, everything you just said is correct. I mean, people bought at seven because it's seven. But, you know, once it got to six and a half, you know, you're taking the Niners who are rested, been one of the best teams in the NFL at home, you know, on the short week. So you're getting them under a touchdown. I, I don't know. I could see this kind of staying at six and a half, but you know, we have a whole week of this, so anything can happen. We, you know, we just got to see. Yeah, we'll call it six and three quarters, uh, where this number is going to be. Uh, you know, uh, where it's you know where, where it's juice. Uh, either way you take it, I, I always call that three quarters. I don't know why. It's one of those old uh, things that I picked up. Two, two and three quarters, three and three quarters, three and a quarter, seven and a quarter, six and three quarters. Gosh, let's not confuse anyone any further and let's get into more games. That would be what? Ravens and the Titans. That's an interesting one. Baltimore was the juggernaut of the NFL during the regular season, but the Titans just went to New England and slay the mighty dragon of the Patriots. What kind of early action are you seeing on this game? Where do you expect the number to go? Yeah, so Teddy, when the, when the when we opened the number, we had Ravens minus eight and a half, total 48. Right now it's Ravens minus nine, total 47 and a half. It actually touched 10 last night for a minute. So it's funny. It was Ravens early, then people bought on the Titans. This has been a totally split action game. Um, You know, I heard you guys earlier saying, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a game where both these teams want to grind it out, you know, long play drives, you know, and it's going to be kind of who can capitalize with their offense. Me personally, I, I think, you know, anything like a nine, nine and a half, ten, that's a lot of points. I mean, Tennessee has the recipes to win in the playoffs. They run. They really don't make mistakes. The coaching's good. But, you know, the Ravens are such a juggernaut. It's tough, you know. I, I, no one stopped Lamar Jackson all year. So, going to be a tough game to call. Well, I, I you know, full disclosure here, 
Penny and I still have one of our Super Bowl picks left, uh, but unfortunately they can't be playing the other team we picked. Not to bring up some sour milk, Teddy, but we blew that. Uh, tell us about yeah, it. It is what it City is, man. We had, had six teams to choose from. We picked one. We you know you and I both picked the same team, and they lost opening round. What are you going to do? I'm not mad. Are you mad? Oh. <laughs> we, you know us. We have to share it, good or bad, because that's what we do. It's it's an honest show. Absolutely. <laughs> Arthur, oh, yeah, take us home on AC in Houston. Yeah, so right now, uh, you know, it opened Chiefs minus nine and a half. Total was 49 and a half. Currently sitting, same thing with the spread. It's still nine and a half Chiefs. Total went up to 50 and a half. Honestly, early on, we saw nothing but Texans money. It was a lot of Texans money early. Um, so that's kind of where we're at on that game. Um, I can see people coming back on the Chiefs at some point. But right now, early Texans money. And, of course, the finale uh, on Sunday is the Packers and the Seahawks. And this one has the potential to be a whole lot of fun. Green Bay, clearly, of the four top seeds, the four teams that got buys last week, Packers are clearly the team that's getting the least respect from the betting markets as we speak. What are you seeing with Packers and Seahawks in early betting action for the divisional round? Yeah, early betting, early betting action on this one, Teddy. It's you know, Packer money has come in. It was it opened three and a half. It's four now. Total stayed you know the same, forty six. But yeah, it's been Packer money. I think you know, people realize you know Seattle has so many injuries and you know they got to travel again and all this stuff. So you know, and Green Bay is one of those public teams. You know, people bet on Green Bay. That's a national team. So we've seen Packer money so far. No surprise. We're running a little short on time, so I want to make sure you get your chances to do plugs and promos right here before we talk national championship game, LSU Clemson. What's going on at the link this week, and what's going on in the world of Arthur DeCesar? Yeah, I mean, the link this weekend, it's going to be fun. To me personally, this is the best weekend of the NFL. Divisional weekend's amazing. And then you throw, you know, a great dessert on Monday night with the national championship game. So this is my favorite football weekend of the whole year. So just come down and check us out at the link, guys. We're going to be packed, and it's going to be a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. And, of course, we do have one more football game after all these in college. That's the national championship game, LSU Clemson. What kind of action have you seen, and what do you expect? We're one week from kickoff on this one. Yeah, right now, you know, LSU minus five and a half, total 69 and a half. It's been nothing but LSU money. Four to one ticket count on LSU. People have been pounding LSU. So we'll see if people buy back on Clemson, you know, as the week goes on. Great info from Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook. Appreciate your time. We'll talk again next Monday. When we come back, we'll be in the home stretch right here on Week. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Stretch for Wager Talk on a Monday. And Ralph, let's start right here. We got a tweet from John Hagen Jr. 3. What's your take on that tweet? Hey, John, all I want to say is we can't all have the same opinions. He thinks the clowny hit was dirty and he should have been suspended. But what Teddy and I do want to say is thanks for watching. Yeah, that's the truth of it. And we're going to have opinions. You're allowed to have opinions. We all have opinions. And if we all had the same opinion, there'd be nothing to bet on ever because the House couldn't take that much one-sided action. Now, we have to talk about the NFL. We have to talk about replay, and we have to talk about rules. And I save that for the final segment so Ralph and I can get a chance to editorialize a little bit. But let's start with this. The NFL changed the rules last year to make sure if there was a situation like we saw in the Saints game yesterday, it would get reviewed, but there was still no review with the Saints to get the game-winning touchdown for Minnesota, which stunned me. And, of course, the NFL rules have been changed to make sure every team gets a chance in overtime, except for when the team get, wins the toss, takes the opening kick, and marches down the field into the end zone like the Vikings did yesterday. So no review, Ralph, and no possession in OT for New Orleans. That's a double gut punch for a franchise that's been gut punched a whole lot in recent seasons. Teddy, as far as the review goes, I would have been in an uproar if that play was overturned. Because if you look at every review this year, was this worse than over half those reviews? Absolutely not. So granted, their, their, their limits are so strict at what they call the play, that I don't think that could have been overturned because every other play of the season should have been overturned if that were overturned. As far as the touchdown goes, I have no opinion on it, to be honest with you. There's maybe what? How many times has a team gone down and scored a touchdown in overtime 
four, five, six. We're talking in multiple years. I can go either. I can go either way on the touchdown. But your opinions on those quickly. Well, the bottom line with the review, I don't. I don't think it should have been overturned. But I think you gotta review that, don't you? And then let the fans get mad. Bottom line is they didn't review it. The Vikings win and move on, and so do we. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the games. Good luck tonight. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and John Guatemala coming up right now on the Sports Grid Network. Stay on the grid.